Today on Rooted Daily, we ask what God's response is to hypocrisy. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Laby, and today we're asking what God's reaction is to hypocrisy. And I don't need 10 whole minutes to explain that the answer to that question is judgment. The Bible's clear that hypocrites will receive the fullest extent of God's wrath. In a sermon on the Mount, Jesus cries out woes upon the teachers of God's law who taught the truth, but didn't walk in it. He said the teachers of the law and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. So you must be careful to do everything they tell you, but do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. They tie up heavy, cumbersome loads and put them on other people's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to lift a finger to move them. Everything they do is done for people to see. They make their phylacteries wide and the tassels on their garments long. They love the place of honor at banquets and the most important seats in the synagogues. They love to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to be called rabbi by others. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher, and you are all brothers. And do not call anyone on earth father, for you have one father, and he is in heaven. Nor are you to be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Messiah. The greatest among you will be your servant, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. In Matthew chapter 23, verses 1 through 12. And then Jesus states the seven woes on the teachers of the law and the Pharisees because of this hypocrisy. And he ends with this incredible denunciation, saying, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those who sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. And you are not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate, for I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. You know, Jesus, he indicts the Pharisees of hypocrisy, and he's quick to show that this awful title, hypocrite, it's not just people who want to be moral but act immorally. It is anyone who thinks that they can be moral while rejecting the one who the Father sent. That's why the Pharisees deserved this scathing rebuke. The Pharisees made themselves Jesus's greatest human enemies. They didn't understand him. They didn't understand his teaching. But ultimately, they failed so incredibly because they didn't understand themselves. They didn't see themselves as deserving of wrath. You know, sure, they didn't keep their own rules, but they sure put on a good show, right? And here was this Jesus coming along who put on a very different kind of show. While the Pharisees wowed the crowds with their finery, their self-righteousness, Jesus comes into the picture in a manger with rags and humility. And he showed who he was not by false impressions of self-righteousness, but with real righteousness, with, with miracles and signs and teaching that could only be possible through the Almighty God. You know, the Pharisees, they couldn't understand the difference. They always rejected Jesus because they refused to believe that they actually needed what he was offering. They thought they had it already, at least when it came to their relationship with God. They thought they were fine. They put on a good show of morality, 
but they were hypocrites, not just because they didn't follow their own rules, but because they rejected the true rule giver, the Son of God. It was this hypocrisy that led the Pharisees to ask the disciples, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? And Jesus answered them, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. You know, Jesus was not saying he came only to save the people that, that seemed to need him most, people in prison for violent crime or, or tax collectors like the Pharisees mentioned. Jesus was there for them, but he was also there for everyone willing to admit that they too are a sinner. No one needs Jesus more than you or me. You know, in Luke chapter 5, Jesus was saying, that he came to save all people who recognize they need him, no matter how morally or immorally they live. You know, with their wide phylacteries and their long tassels and their important seats in the synagogues, the Pharisees, they plotted to kill Jesus. But it was the sinners and the tax collectors that beat down the door just to be near the Son of God. Hypocrisy engulfs everyone, no matter how moral, who claim that they can be godly or good without God's Son. Everyone is sick. As Romans 3 tells us bluntly, there is no one righteous, no, not one. That's just the reality. And the Pharisees were not enough on their own, and neither are we. That's why Paul continues in verse 20, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by the works of the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of our sin. But now apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been made known to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood, to re be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness, because in his forbearance, he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time, so as to be just and the one who justifies these who had faith in Jesus. And then in verse 27, where then is boasting? It is excluded. Because of what law? The law that requires works? No, because of the law that requires faith. For we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too, since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through that same faith. You know, Paul's saying that the kind of hypocrisy that God is concerned with is the hypocrisy of motivations. You know, our actions will not be perfect on our own. We have to let God perfect us, and that's a continual process. But we can adopt the right motivations right now. We don't have to wait. And then the right actions will follow. You know, to be sure, faith demands action. James 2 tells us, that faith without deeds is dead and it cannot save. In verse 16, James writes, If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it's not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, 
and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is no one God? Good. Or you believe that there is one God? Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You know, faith demands action. But to get the right actions, faith has to come first. You know, I love that line, when you can show me righteous faith without action, then I can show you righteous actions without faith. It's just a ridiculous idea. The two are linked, and faith should transform what we do. Trying to change things the other way around, trying to become godly or moral before we have faith in the Son of God, is the fool's errand the Pharisees went on. I want to conclude with a passage from 1 John chapter 1, where he writes, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar, and his word is not in us. You know, belonging to God requires us to recognize that we have sinned, we have fallen short of who we should be, And we cannot undo the damage our sin has caused on our own. God is faithful. And through his promised covenant, he will forgive and purify. But it starts with that confession. In the next chapter, John writes, No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. You know, hypocrisy is not just about failing to live up to be who we say we are. Hypocrisy is when we claim to be good, when we claim to be godly, without making that confession and relying on the Son of God. Those who reject the Son prove themselves hypocrites, and they should be warned by Jesus' rebuke of the Pharisees in Matthew 23, 13, when he says, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You shut the door of the kingdom of heaven and people's faces. You yourselves do not enter, nor will you let those enter who are trying to. You are a sinner, and I am a sinner. And Christ is the only one who can save me from the consequence of that reality. And any other effort I make to try to save myself is just vanity and hypocrisy. You know, to enter the kingdom of heaven, you must walk through the door Jesus opened. For he is the way and the truth and the life. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually, using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday, so that you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com.